Yo, welcome back to Groove Inc. I am your host, Groove Ish, G R O V E I X. What a hyphen in the middle, or not, it's up to you. As long as you call me Groove, I'm cool with you. Today's episode, and this is hopefully going to kind of catch me up to also I've been missing out on, uh, uh, is about morality and insecurity. And I've been, I've been getting more caught up on my philosophy as of late. I haven't been in a while. I used to be, you know, very fond of Kant and uh, Kierkegaard, you know, and uh, existentialism especially. Um, you know, and a few others, <laughs> uh, philosophies, uh, you know, epistemology, some of the one I'm really into, and especially hedonism, because I just love to enjoy things. And I just own the, you know, the act of drinking and eating, fucking and all that stuff. But it, it, on, a, on a more altruistic level, depending on what's going on, because it is nice to help people and see folks enjoy your good efforts without you have to gain anything from the efforts outside of the internal accomplishment of a good job, which is a good segue into this episode's title in general. Now, as far as some of you may know, if you know me already, if not, you will now know, I am a martial artist, of course, and I develop a lot of philosophy on martial arts they're not all my years of doing them. And um, there's one subject I never touched on a lot. You not talk about martial arts philosophy. I start talking about, you know, the whole idea of what a spirit is supposed to be and, you know, true meditation and focus and, you know, gathering your energy and what it means to become more like one, the idea of enlightenment, stuff like that, as proposed to whatever Hegel or whoever else thinks or whatever. But I never truly got into... And also on emotional response when it comes to fighting, because, you know, you really should feel when you fight, not think how our emotions do get in the way. And let me not get off topic, because that's a whole other subject for something, another episode. But on the idea of the human psyche, I really have this really strong intonation towards morality and insecurity. And I think they true, they truly define uh, what makes our actions, you know, and, and I, you know, if I'm, I don't know if me, I have seen the movie Donnie Darko. In Donnie Darko, uh, they go on the idea of love and fear. And a lot of people follow by that logic, and it's not a bad thing to follow by. Um, you make decisions based on whether it's something that brings you pleasure or something you try to run from. And that kind of makes sense. I wouldn't use love in that, you know, examples. I don't think love's a feeling. I think love is an action, you know, more like fear or desire, I would call it. <clears throat> but it still holds water and makes sense. But I think that is more on our base primal needs uh, as far as stuff that we don't have to learn how to enjoy. So I would agree that, you know, love and fear does play well on the aspect of your natural wantings. And like as I as I've preached before in my martial arts philosophies, which I'll make an episode of later on, um, there there are three things, you know, that people can do without ever having to learn. And there's three things you, just, you can just do. You may not be able to do them well, but nobody's to teach you how to do this. And that's fighting, dancing, and of course having sex, fucking. And these these things, these three things, no one has to teach you how to do. You can just do them. Like you learn them on your own, naturally. When the moment you start beating on something, you find a sound you like, you can make music, you know, and with that, you kind of know how to move to it. You dance, whether it's a bob up and down kind of motion or whatever, because dancing is really just making music without a sound, you know, <clears throat> which is a very powerful existential concept. I just realized I just said and that's that was pretty good. Just write that down. Um, of course, you know, fighting once anybody knows how to make a fist, they learn how to throw it. Once they learn they can pick somebody up, you know, 
fighting is something you do as a defense mechanism. Even if you run, once cornered, you will fight back, even if you don't like it. And then, of course, you know, there's the whole thing with, you know, fucking. I mean, you may not be good at it, but you'll learn where it goes. You know where to put it, and you definitely know how to please it. You do that on actions washing yourself, you know. <laughs> and I think mankind has been that way forever, so those things on um, those three things those natural things those those natural you know pulls as it were as i like to call them you know lo love and fear place strong on that part and i don't think there's any denying that because depending on what you love what you fear out of those three things kind of helps push your personality into a certain spectrum about how you deal with danger and how you deal with yourself when it comes to survival you know, and based on how much love and fear is within each one of those three. But, you know, another another episode altogether. But in this one, I'm talking about the decisions that we make as people when it comes to everyday things. So we do things every day, um, but we don't take a lot of thought into what we're actually doing, right? So we don't have a moral discussion on everything that we do. I mean, that's exhausting, first and foremost. But I mean, if you ever sat down with somebody and discuss the morality of, Okay, like spoiler alert. Like if you if you've seen Infinity Wars, Thanos wants to kill um, everybody in the you know sorry half the universe to stop the suffering. And some people find that morally okay. Some people find that morally not okay. I'm one of those morally not okay people. So I think that's moronic because there's always another way to do things. There's always a, another method, you know. But that's just me, I guess, in that one. However. Um, when it comes to morality and when it comes to uh, when it comes to morality in this case sorry, I'll turn that for a second <laughs> had a little bit of drink <laughs> hedonist uh, when it comes to morality in that aspect so you decide things on a moral level based upon what good it can do on an internal basis. Morality are actions you make based upon what they do for you as a person. There's no outside influence to your moral structure. Like, I won't, I'm not gonna punch this child because as a child, I wouldn't wanna be punched. You see what I'm talking about? Or I'm gonna give this homeless man some money for some food because if I were in this spot, I would expect the same for myself. That's a moral stress, a moral code. You're not thinking about people see you or you might, but you know you shouldn't if it's a moral decision. You know, there's not. It's a difference between having morality and then following laws and guidelines. You know, laws and guidelines can help and assist you, but it's your morality in the end that really pushes you to the means of your goal. Morality pushes you towards a goal, and that's the whole purpose of it. It's an internal victory towards a goal of your choosing based upon how you view yourself. That's morality in a, in a nutshell. But then you have insecurity. Insecurity is on the other side of the coin on this one. So insecurity is instead of me giving a homeless man money because I would hate to be in that position or I understand or I feel this person, I give him money because I don't want people to think I'm an asshole for not giving this homeless man money, or vice versa. I don't give him money because I'm afraid people may think I hang out with homeless people, which is a shitty, stupid thing to think in general, but you never know. And security plays on the opposite. Security is the way we think the outside world sees us. 
how we are viewed by others and others' reactions and others' actions and others' thoughts and processes into how we put the world into a, a bubble or spectrum or void or a, a meaning. If morality is going towards the goal and security is running from it, we, we, we find a goal that's there, we don't want that goal. We don't want that outcome. So we try to stay away from it and tells us anything. Now this is the problem with that, of course, and they both have their pros and cons. Insecurity's biggest con is obvious. It not only affects us in a negative way, it affects those around us in a negative way. Insecurity can breed jealousy. Insecurity can breed abuse. Insecurity can breed denial. A lot of things can happen from insecure action thoughts. We do not need insecurity to that level and extent. If if you worry so much about what people think about you or how you're perceived by others, and it's usually on some kind of weird internal phobia based upon some kind of childhood experience or whatever else, then yeah, of course, you know, you're not gonna live your best life because you're not living it for you, you're living it for those around you. Insecurity is like it's like that backseat driver telling you how to drive instead of just letting you drive. And of course, you're not comfortable doing it, but if you're used to hearing all the time, you just allow it even though you're pissy about it, you know. Uh, but it does have its usefulness. Because of insecurity, we can, you know, abide by laws. Because, I mean, to some level, you do have to think about how the world is around, how people do perceive you to an, to an extent it's important. I mean, yeah, wear what you want to wear, sure, whatever. But, I mean, you shouldn't go to, you know, a formal dinner wearing, you know, sweatpants, um, a rolled up, uh, you know, I don't know, old long sleeve shirt with paint stains on it, you know, because that, you know, like, well, I'm comfortable, I don't care what people think, but you're in a, you're in an event in a place that calls for decorum. You should follow that decorum as in fitting. This is a place where fitting in is kind of like part of the, the ideal here. If you didn't want to fit into this event, you should not have gone in the first place. You see what I'm talking about? So, you know, is there, there are moments where insecurity can help you. It can help you Mm, sorry about that. Like I said, I've been drinking a little bit. Nah, you had to hear a burp on the podcast. <laughs> Real life for you right there. I'm not even even tipsy yet. I'm just, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, insecurity can help you, but those are not all the time situations. A lot of time insecurity hurts you. And in this society, insecurity is a heavy thing that hurts us a lot. And it drives a, drives us to a lot of goals we shouldn't want for us we don't understand. Because thanks to insecurity, you have those issues like, you don't know what fulfills you. You don't know what you really want out of life. You don't know what you're looking for. You can't tell because you're always running away from the goals instead of actually attaining them or trying to reach them. Because they look like something that doesn't make enough money or doesn't, you know, um, provide the right kind of transportation or whatever else. We do more in life to maintain a living, to appease friends, families, loved ones than we do ourselves half the time. And insecurity fuels that issue insecurity fuels that that anguish and whatever else so like that's just that's one of the issues that's how it kind of works and it's sad it's shit but it's true morality on the other hand as we already know does do well because it pushes you towards goals not all the time altruistic but you know you think of morality you kind of you think of that but morality could push something else because based upon your morals and your character, you can push yourself towards a higher position at work, or you can push yourself towards making more money with your society. Or you can, you know, you can push yourself making more YouTube videos or pushing awareness that can start a nonprofit. Who knows, whatever. But it can push you towards goals that aren't always just about helping people, even helping yourself. Morality does not have to be about always helping others. It can be about just helping you. 
I mean, your morality can keep you safe or sane, for that matter. It's because you just know how you want to be treated. It keeps you out of that. Because in the same aspect with relationships, if your insecurity keeps people around you, so if you're being insecure about somebody leaving you because you feel like you own somebody, and you know, like people do, and they you don't deserve to be alone, they're not allowed to leave you by yourself, no matter what the fuck happens, but how the hell you behave, no matter how happy they'll be with somebody else, and you know that, your morality would tell you that I should let this person go because I love them so much. Like, well, if you want to go date, then go date. If you don't come back, well, I'll be sad, but I would hate to be in your position being forced to the same parameters, which is what everybody does, which is why it makes no sense when people cheat and then get mad about being cheated on, even though they're cheating, even though it makes perfect sense you think that way because insecurity puts you there. You thought on a morality, you thought on morality, if you had a more morale to your thinking process, you wouldn't be in the shitty spot you're in. But, you know, I digress. It's always about, you know, thinking about yourself first and others second or, you know, no, it's really you first, others second. People don't come before you ever, no matter how much you think you are. Nobody's ever that nice. That's not a possibility because survival is, you know, your first instinct. But, whatever. Morality can also kick you in the ass because you can do too much for others or do too much for yourself. You become sociopathic in that way if your morale is too high. Because it's too much about goal setting. It's too much about attaining what's in front of you. With morale too high, you can lead others to unnecessary fates because they believe in you too much. You can lead yourself down uh, dangerous pathways. You know, like for example, under the wrong morality, you won't just give that homeless man some money. You may share a drink with that homeless man. You don't know where that guy's been. That's not smart. Don't drink from the same bottle as person who has been everywhere and everywhere, who has nothing to lose. You have something to lose. This is where you start thinking with some insecurity. Like, oh shit, hold on, let me back up a little bit. You know, or in this case, think with some fear. I don't want that shit to happen to me. I'm not sharing after you in the same bottle, but I'll give you money to afford your own bottle. I'll drink with you from like a cup. You have your cup, I have mine, you know, that kind of shit. So it's, it's always important, you know, I think, to really put those two things in perspective. Morality and insecurity, like morality will drive you there while you wait, while insecurity will drive the back seat and tell you what the fuck you should be doing. I mean, it, depending on the morality, you could be going to the best place or you could be going to some shitty ass bus stop. You never know to get dropped off. And with insecurity, you'll get to where you want to go, maybe, but the ride there is absolutely terrible and you may have to just stop so you can just get off that ride and really contemplate what the hell's been going on for the past however long you've been going. If, if, if it's up to my opinion, I will always favor morality over security anyway. Um, because insecurity breeds so much more negativity than morality does in general. Even though they both can do their own harm and help or whatever, I will always, always put morality over insecurity. Because insecurity breeds stupid shit like jealousy, for example. Which, if you heard my previous podcast, you know, I, something I'm 100% against. I can't stand that jealousy shit. Um, it will breed um, lack of desire and, you know, overworry. It'll breed anxieties to, to a weird level when you have insecurities. Um, you do have it. No one is without it. I almost think you need it to some level. I don't know if you can get rid of insecurity in general. If you have morality, you gotta have insecurity somewhere. There's no way one can just out the other. Not really. I mean, there's some kind of way you feel like there's a gain to make for yourself. There's also to a level you want how people will view you once you make that gain on your way there. To at least to some small level. There's, there's no light without a shadow and vice versa, you know. 
you know, it's just a human experience on that one. But yeah, you know, and as far as journeys through life, no matter what you're doing artistic wise, I'm sure all these things play out for you in the same way. You have to figure out where you want to go and what you want to do. But yeah, this is the end of this small little talk. 16 minutes is not a small little Actually, for me, that's a very small little talk on morality and insecurity. Um, I'll, this is going to be a part one. I'll probably do a part two on this to follow up on a little bit more about how it applies to the artful situations and martial arts and all the kind of stuff and have more examples and all that good stuff a little bit later on. Um, well, I'm not just trying to generalize the whole thing. But that's it for this episode of Groove Inc. Um, if you liked it, applaud me. If you want to see more of what I'm doing, follow me. If you don't, leave a comment at me. I ain't scared of you, so... You know, so whatever. Other than that, man, y'all stay cool and real groovy. Okay, catch up with y'all later.